Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. For South African Brandon Basson, Reactor B is a production persona born out of a lifelong love for hard style and making music. Over time, his sound has sonically progressed across rave and bass genres, leading to tracks that offer listeners refreshing electronic versatility, impactful bass and break beats, with hard style elements and signature rave leads. A few highlights among Reactor's work includes Plight, a genre-bending collab with Box Kitty, a D&B Dreaming City remix for Tasha Baxter, and his Moriah EP released through Rubricate Records. Crowd favorites include Rave Lust, Power, Snap, and his most recent release, Bounce. Up next on Celebsvant, we've got Reactor B. Where do we find you in the world? How are you doing and what's happening in your life? Thank you for having me. Um, I am based in Cape Town at the moment. And yeah, I'm still in the studio at the moment. This is the studio that everything comes from. And this is where creativity, I don't know, flows. Yeah. So now let's rewind all the way to the very beginning. At what age do you decide, cool, I want to be in the music or entertainment uh, industry, and how did that journey progress to where we are today? Cool. I think it was around about at age 14 when I realized like something can come of passion. So before before high school or anything like that, I, came, I stumbled across something called FL Studio. You know, this is how most of the producers start here in Cape Town. Um, I went over to a buddy's place and he was like, yo, check this out. Um, his brother was the producer at the time and he's like showing me these little tricks and I was like, how can I do that? So I got into that and then I came across a college where you could study audio engineering because I wanted to take it further. I needed to know the, the I needed the knowledge to, to make my music better, basically. So from there, that's when I realized, okay, this place can teach you how to get into the industry, the ins and outs. Um, but my my journey is very, how can I say, I've done a lot of different things when it comes to audio, um, just because I have a passion for music. And then it became a passion for audio in general. So I did a lot of events for people. And then I, I kind of grew tired of that because I wanted to be the person on stage, not the person helping the person on stage. So from there, making music, putting it out, and then we are now, I think, a good couple of years, maybe seven years after studying, and still going strong. Yeah. Okay, so for those people who don't know, what does a person study in audio? Did you say audio engineering? Is that correct? Yeah, audio engineering. So, so what is studied in that? What subjects, <laughs> what did you learn? Okay, so the fundamentals of basically... Your, how your ear works, that's the main thing. You need to know what frequencies and how your ear responds. That's, that's for me, is the most important thing. Um, that's when you learn how to mix your music properly, right? Um, and then also included in a broad spectrum of like categories of audio engineering, there's music production, there is live sound, which is one I was really into as well because of shows, I love shows. Um, post-production, how to do sound design for movies and things like that. And then the radio as well. So I've done a good couple of radio ads and done practiced on some radio shows as well. Yeah. 
to run my own shows. So that's a few a few of the things, yeah. Obviously, sound and music is the energies, and as frequency is the result of that energy, and then how the body reacts to it. Am I correct in my understanding? Yes, basically. So, okay. so our ear perceives certain frequencies at different <laughs> levels, even though they they could sound on the same level. So, simply put. So I'm not sure if you know this answer, but does a person receive the frequency differently? For a ballad compared to a rock song, compared to a dance song, compared to opera, for example, I would say yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a complicated one. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, and every obviously each person has a different uh, interpretation of each, which is interesting. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Now yeah. you, so you're producing your own music, uh, and and you, are you still DJing at the moment? I am still DJing. Yes, there's actually an event coming up next week, Friday. Or Saturday, yeah, which is like a first in Cape Town at the moment. So we're going to start small and then see what happens from there. What do you enjoy about DJing? What do I enjoy? I, I love the energy. I love giving the energy to the people on the dance floor. That's that's the best thing, yeah. Mm. Uh, although I have huge anxiety for some reason, but once you hit play, it goes away, basically, yeah. So, so why, the why the anxiety? Is it... Mind talk or doubt, self-doubt or what? It's more, it's more thinking about like the things that you, you can't predict. It's like there's lots of things that can go wrong. It's like okay. all of a sudden your USB doesn't want to work. It's like you need to prep a lot. Um, but yes. even with all that prep, you know, things can still go wrong. And when things go wrong, that's, that's why the anxiety stays until you play. And then when you play, everything goes smoothly. So that's the, when the anxiety like kind of disappears. But I suppose if things go wrong, this is my perception, okay? And this is a point of discussion and debate. I don't feel that something's wrong because if a person learns from it and learns from that experience and it helps them grow, it might be perceived as wrong in the moment, but it's actually right because it's making you better, stronger, more powerful, more knowledgeable by going through that experience. That is that is very true. Very true, yeah. I think you need to start breathing more. <laughs> and if something comes, and I'm going to talk. I also like, you know, but I've learned over time that it's just okay. If something's wrong, it's just for that moment, and it's just there to teach you something. Yeah, so yeah, true, true, very. True. And so, production. Are you producing for yourself and uh, other artists? Um, I used to produce for other people, and I do kind of still do commission work. If people can find me or get hold of me, mm. um, they are ways to find me. And then um, mostly for myself, yes. Um, but I'm kind of taking a different route when it comes to music production at the moment where I'm going to let like the reactor B alias take a kind of a back seat for now. I do have an EP coming up and a single release, which is the last for now. And then I'm going to be working on a website that's coming out where all the other tracks that can't be released under reactor B can now generate some sort of an income online where everyone else can use it for whatever they want. So basically like a royalty-free kind of a basis, yeah. But So it will still be your music, though? But Yes, it's uh, still so, my music, yeah. So why could they not be released, though? Um, so Reactor B, the alias Reactor B, is a certain type of music that needs to be released. Oh, okay. Understand. Whereas, so, like, I like making a lot of music. So what is the genre of music that Reactor B releases? I wouldn't say specific genre, but it's I like releasing intense music. Okay. So it's like driving, no matter what genre, it must it must be like a driving energy behind it. Okay. So whether it's drum and bass, uh, yes. bass 
house, break beat, yeah. anything like that. Okay. But you will hear an element of my technique, I guess. And then the other music you're speaking of can be used. For, uh, it doesn't have that drive or energy, but it's still good music. Yeah. And it can be used for maybe movies or adverts or stuff like yeah, that. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So I love my cinematic scoring and things like that as well. So I, I need to make music, you know, and I, I can't just, it's, it's kind of a waste when, when people don't release whatever they've made, whether it yeah. be good or bad. When you're approaching, say, music for a cinematic release, even, you know, even if it's not commissioned, but you know, okay, this is a track or type of song that will be a cinematic release. Is the energy when you're creating it the same, use the same approach, or is it a different energy when you're creating it? I would say it's a completely different energy. You wouldn't think it was me making the music type of energy. I but the thing that. is that when you create it, for us it might be, not feel the same, but when you're actually creating it yourself, do you put the same energy in and just know that the outcome will be slightly different? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. So okay. it's still it's still the same energy. Like you have to get into that zone for yes. music in general, okay. but the outcome of it is completely different. Yeah. Okay. So then you're doing you're busy focusing on that at the moment, and then once that's finished, then you're going to start uh, releasing or focusing on the the reactor B music again. If this time, yes. Okay. So react, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a financial decision over anything else. So I love this game. I know if I had to ask you this question in two hours, two days, two minutes, I know your answer will be different. Because there's millions of them. I know that. But if you had to push play to five songs by other artists, once we finish this conversation, what would those five songs be and by whom? Awesome. I knew this one was coming up because I actually watched one of your podcasts last night <laughs> and I had to sift through tons of music to find the five because I love so many different tracks. So okay. uh, Oblivion by M83, yeah. the one where that movie with Tom Cruise was in, that is yes. a, an amazing song. And then this is a completely the opposite of this. This is like um called Left Some Answers by Headhunters, who is a hardstyle DJ. That is one of the tracks that like kind of changed my perspective on music. Okay. And which is why kind of Reactor B releases this type of music. So that's okay. the like the hard driving type of music. Greyhound, Swedish House Mafia, classic. That, that was just like, yo, it caught my attention. And that that was when like the I would say that was the peak of EDM type of music at the time. It's yeah. like 2012, 2010. The Prodigy, Firestarter. Mm -hmm. It's just a chaos type of track. I love it. <laughs> it I, I, you can't go wrong with it. And then London Electricity, just one second, but specifically the Apex remix. Um, that one is, if I'm having a bad day, I can listen to that and be calm afterwards. Okay. It's just like, it's a song that can take you on a journey. Um, yeah, and unfortunately Apex, he passed away quite a while ago, so... Okay, now let's go back to DJing. Now, obviously, when you're DJing, you have to have, you have to be able to read people as well in the sense yeah. of, you know, what's touching them, what's, you know, what's going well. Is that something that you've always been able to do or have you learned over time? I've had to learn over time. I've made a lot of mistakes. So, uh, yeah, I've had to learn it over time where uh, th this is where the anxiety comes from, actually, where if I don't have enough music, then it's like, how do I change the energy of the crowd? For example, this one coming, it's a very specific event for specific music, very okay. underground music. And I've never played an event like this. And um, the crowd in Cape Town is also very picky over music. So um, yes. I'm a bit worried. But this is the, if, if they come into this event, it's the thing of like, they should know what to expect already. So therefore, yes. I'm not going to 
be too stressed about it. Yes. But once again, I don't have enough music to change the energy because I'm not supposed to change the energy because of the type of event. That's that's one way of, of looking at it. But I mean, yeah, for example, like, I totally agree, but if they're going to sort of a normal club, which is not a specific type of event or energy, it's a different scenario compared to this because really? you have to have really? a balance of different types, different genres, different moods. And so it's just about learning. And, you know, and the thing is that, like we spoke about earlier, if you make a mistake, it's not necessarily mistakes. Like, okay, cool. I know how to grow from that and learn from next time. Yeah, in a, in a, in a club, uh, like a basic club, it's a, it's a different type of thing. It's like, what are the, what are they enjoying at the moment? And yeah. if you see they're not enjoying it, or if you want them to enjoy it, you got to pick have the right selection at the time for the right time versus yeah. like, um, don't, don't go too hard too early, easy yeah. in type of a situation. Yeah. How is it different? So for doing music for releases, what is the journey for that compared to when you do music for cinematic? Um, I would say there's less pressure on me uh, because okay. then it's like um, I'm not sitting on all this unreleased music. I'm, I'm not going to feel like, oh, are the people going to love this? Okay. Is is the label going to want it or not? Um, there's, there's a lot less pressure when making the songs. I, it's basically freedom for me to make what I want, which is why... I started making music in the first place. I don't, I, I myself personally don't like to be bound by a specific genre. Uh, but I kind of did that to myself by yes. making Reactor B. So only myself to blame for that. But, um, at the same time, I'm also learning elements from by, by doing that to myself. It's like you're learning course, how yeah. to evolve from that to other genres as well and incorporate everything in one. Yeah. So you're saying that cinematic music is less pressure. Uh, personally, yes. Because I suppose you get the brief, you get the type of movie, so you know, okay, cool, this is a type of movie and this is a potential type of music. So there's, it's, it's very kind of structured and specific. And you know, okay, cool. The director wants this. I'll create three options. If they want more or I'll make more or they might enjoy one of those compared to releasing a song, which is just, could potentially be anything and the feedback may b potentially be positive or negative. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say it, it's just a, it's a personal take on it, I guess. Yes, um, I, I mean, I if someone's, if someone's, if someone's giving you a brief, it's a lot easier to read versus like, okay, I'm going to make this and so many people are going to hear it. What yes. are they going to think about it? Yes. What are they going to think about me? Yes. It's, yes, it's yes. a, it, and I actually don't care of, about that stuff, but there's a lot of <laughs> vulnerability attached to it. Yes. You're putting yes. yourself out there and not only yourself, but your creativity. And that is very unique to each individual. So if there's negativity, it's very hard. To, yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's hard. almost like a personal attack, even though it's not personal. Exactly. But like you can't take it very personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then everyone will like say it's not personal. It's like, oh, but I feel it is. It's not taking <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. As a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? I would like to say, don't be afraid to listen to new music. And, you know, everyone has different tastes. You know, I don't, I don't think there's such a thing as like terrible music, although they, they can be. There's a, there's a very fine line of what's bad music, but don't be afraid to like release your stuff. It's a, it's a sad thing when you have art that no one else can hear, I guess, or see. So like let go of that. Or whatever it is that you're keeping, let go of that. <laughs>